Once again, ladies and gentlemen, the sounds of aging with energy. The old guy travel show. Humble and Fred are here. Hopefully you're enjoying this series. I wonder if people are enjoying this series, Fred. Uh, oh, we put Stanley Tucci to shame. <laughs> I hope that people are enjoying this series that is going to be option for a CNN documentary. Two old men traveling the world, trying to get shit for free. Age spots and <laughs> As always, brought to you by the retirement Sherpa, our friend Tim Niblett. Tim.nibblet or RaymondJames.ca and uh, the Chamber Plan. What can you say, man? We're both recording this episode, which I think is episode 20. Look at this, man. Uh, while we're both under the Chamber Plan umbrella. Yes, we are. Um, we travel with great security, knowing that whatever may befall us uh, will be looked after. It's that simple. Uh, look into the Chamber Plan, chamberplan.ca. It's all there. Travel insurance, part of the overall uh, package. Yeah, I love that phrase. Whatever will befall us. And you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, things have been befalling us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned in our last episode, this is really a long time for me. I've been gone since January 28th. We're recording this episode on the 16th of March while still doing the Humble and Fred show. Uh, although we didn't do an episode today because you were not feeling well the last couple of days. Uh, anyway, the point I'm getting at is this is a long time for me in a row. And I was talking to my friend today in Toronto and I said, I think I would do it next time. Kind of what you did. Go somewhere for a few weeks, maybe a month. Come back for a couple of weeks. See everybody. Reconnect and then go away again. Because I'm now into week seven here. No, I get it. Um, you know, and sometimes if you're not feeling top notch, it can taint your overall view and your perspective on what you've been doing. Um, uh, I've run it through my mind. Maybe next year, just a six week block, and that would be enough. I don't know. We'll, you know, over the summer again, you know, once you look back and you look forward to going away again, it may change your perspective, but. Many ways to look at it. Well, and, and I think the uh, I was thinking about us recording these shows today and how we really are in the sweet spot of aging with energy because you had this great story the other day on the uh, regular show about Canadian men and women's lifespans. Mm-hmm. And there's one number that is, you know, the average woman or man lives to a certain age. But the, it was the other number that you... I've been thinking a lot about it that you uh, had in the, in the statistic. Yeah, like uh, the age, you know, the average lifespan of a Canadian woman, 84, a man is 80, so uh, it's about 82 generally. But 69.7, I believe it was, was sort of your healthy age expect- expectancy. Meaning once you get beyond that, well, then you might expect things to hamper you when it comes to things like travel, Mm -hmm. which is a bit disturbing. So, yeah, you may live to be 82, but, you know, the 10 preceding years might not be that enjoyable from a health standpoint. Or you may not just... no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you, no, you, you, may, you, no, no, you. No, you may not be sick, but you might not have the same agility. 
Yes. You know, that you do, I do. Like, I'm walking a golf course almost every day. You know, they make you take caddies here, but the last three or four days as I've started to acclimatize to the altitude here in San Miguel, you know... There's there's an agility you need that walking you guys are all doing, going into town and up and down mm-hmm. those streets. Like, you know, you can still come to a place like San Miguel or where I'm going to talk about today, which is Puerta Aventuras. You can go there in your 70s, but you might. This is the time of life where you really have, you know, it's a sweet spot of agility, I think. Absolutely. And then there's the other um, angle to this is... Um you might have an ailment, you might be agile, but you may be on some kind of medication or have some ailment that travel insurance doesn't like. And uh, there's lots of that. I mean, not everybody has the benefit of a chamber plan in their retirement. You know, a lot of people lose their benefits with their job at retirement, whatever that case may be. Uh, who knows what that could be, but it could prevent, just from a monetary standpoint, medically would prevent you from traveling. I know several people like that. Um, can you hear the uh, saw in the background? Because there's somebody, can you hear that? No, okay. not, not, I would, I have to listen intently. What is it? Is it a circus show? Are they sawing someone in half <laughs> at a Mexican yeah. circus show? That's what's happening. Just outside my window, a circus show broke out. Wow. Uh, today on uh, Aging with Energy, I would like to lead a discussion about a place. I must have driven by this place, I'm going to say a dozen times, and the number of times I've been to this area of Mexico. People have heard of Playa del Carmen. You've heard of Tulum. And basically, in the middle of those two cities, basically it's a east-west highway, uh, the 301 in Mexico is a place called Puerta Aventuras. Now, there's a a side of the, the Pueblo, which is a little village, where a lot of local Mexicans live. Mm-hmm. And then across the highway is a gated community called Puerto Aventuras. And it's not super fancy, although there are fancy elements to it. There's a few hotels that are all-inclusive. There's somewhere near, uh, you know, several thousand condos of varying sizes. Yeah, there's some marinas uh, that are pretty upscale. But I want to stress that it was, you know, I I was staying with my brother at his uh, girlfriend's place. So my accommodations were pretty cheap. But I did ask around, and it's similar to the place you're staying here in San Miguel. You know, fairly moderate. You can get for a a three or four-bedroom a uh, place to stay there in the 3000s, 3500s. But it's a huge community, Puerto Aventuras. And as I said, I must have driven by it a ton of times and had no idea what was there. And what's inside this community is just fabulous. Again, you can stay at a hotel, you can stay at an all-inclusive, you can rent a place. And some of the nicest beaches that I've ever been to in Mexico. Well, what's a nice beach to you? That's a great question. Well, I, I like a long beach. I like a mm-hmm. nice long beach, Freddie. You know what a nice beach is for me? Where you can walk along. It's not too rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most days I would go for a little sunset walk. It's a, probably a couple of kilometers. You know, it's, the sunsets there were stunning. 
you know, I, I think for and, and safe. It was very, very safe. I never worried about right. it. And I would go, I'll explain the, where the restaurants are, but I would go into the restaurant area, which was about a five or seven minute walk for me, and come back at night and never worry about it. I think that's what was uh, key for me is I, you know, I was there at sometimes by myself. Safety is an interesting thing when it comes to Mexico, is it not? My mother-in-law phoned us last night, too, and apparently there was some massacre a few hours uh, away from here. And she hears that on the news and then phones to to find out if we're okay. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> and, I, and I, you know, when I use the same comparison, if we were in Fort Lauderdale or near Miami and there was a mass shooting... It wouldn't get the same reaction. People wouldn't be calling, oh, you're in the States near Miami. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's really an interesting phenomenon because all the times I've ever been in Mexico, I've I've seen or heard nothing that would threaten my safety. I'm not saying this about your mother-in-law, but there is definitely, you know, because I had a similar thing. This woman that I know in Toronto who a couple of weeks before I came here sent me a note saying, you're not still thinking of going to Mexico, are you? You know, and I, and she sent me a note this week about something and she said the same thing. You're not, are you still in Mexico? And I'm like saying she's, there's a little racism. There's a little bit of Mm -hmm. the other in those questions. Again, I'm not saying that's with your mother-in-law, but a lot of the stink of coming here is that's where it comes from. And here's the thing, Um, you know, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because there was a time maybe 10, 12 years ago when I was an advocate of not coming to Mexico. But that was back. We we seem to have a lot of problems with Canadians being killed or hurt. And then the Mexican government trying to cover it up. That was my problem. These, These incidents now that have nothing really to do with Canadians that blow people's minds when it comes to traveling here. There's just a disconnect there that I. I just, you know, I can't accept. So Mm -hmm. let me give you some of the highlights. Um, Great beach, amazing, authentic food. There is, um, and I shopped at a a grocery store called Shedrawi. It's outside of Puerto Aventuras. Um, Very authentic. Um, I mentioned on the Humble and Fred show, I've been taking Spanish lessons a long time, but the last 90 days I've been taking lessons every day. So it gave me a chance to go out in the community and, you know, there's, I've said this to you on the show, like there's resort Mexico and this is kind of resort E and then there's real Mexico. And so I had no problem going into the actual town or Pueblo of Puerto Aventuras and shopping and, you know, interacting in the silly Spanish that I speak. There's inside Puerto Aventuras, my brother, like I was there for a couple of days and I had no idea. There's 12 restaurants from Mexican to Italian, sushi, to um, international cuisine. It's it's kind of a lively area. If you're bringing your kids, there's a dolphin um, sanctuary. They do a dolphin show. There's a manatee uh, area. It, it really is sort of a full service. If, you want to, if you're an adult and you want to do adult stuff, it's there. Um, but if you want to bring your kids, lots of stuff for kids to do. And again, it's a huge community. It's like you're in a little city. Something um, during our Cabarete um, episode two, I failed to mention, and this is important for people, that if you're, you know, during extended stays and, you know, you hit the restaurant wall, having a, a, a condo and a good grocery store, like there was a place called Janet's in Cabarete, it was a full 
full full on um a grocery store which allows you to cook your own meals when you've had enough of restaurants and you and uh, you were saying it was much like that where you were yeah very similar like i was I was there from January 28th to the end of February. And yeah, you know, I had a buddy visiting golf on it. We sort of like a golf trip and we ate in restaurants a lot that week. But in between my brother coming back, which was the last week of February, I ate, I ate in the condo by myself quite a bit because I just, you know, I wanted to eat a certain kind of food. And then once or twice a week, I might go down this, the beach to any one of a bunch of great restaurants. Also, I want to mention it's about 15 minutes from one of the best golf courses I've ever played in the Caribbean kind of setting. I know it's not the Caribbean, but you know what I mean? That kind of resort. It's a place called Bahia Principe, and it's part of that complex. A lot of people have heard it. It's a huge uh, golf complex. And I got to tell you, it's one of the best courses I've played down there. And I got, because my brother and his lovely partner, Ruth, are members of that course, I got to play it. It's normally about, okay, if you're staying at the resort, it's probably 150 US. If you're not staying at the resort, it can be upwards of 200. But because of my hookup with those two, I was paying 60 US around. So of course I was there almost every day I could. Plus, Ruth was so kind. She left me her car. So I had full range and full run of the place. It was fantastic. Uh, Puerto Aventuras. Is that exactly how you say it? Puerto Aventuras. The uh, adventure port. Would this be a a village or like a little city? What would you say? It's a uh, village. So it's a village of love as well. (laughs) Okay. What? It's a love love (laughs) village. It's a love village. Village di di amore. Um, I went to this coffee shop every day, and um, I would run into this uh, group of people, people that worked there, and a woman that taught at the school, which was right across the street. And... She's very pretty, and she spoke, you know, obviously spoke Spanish mostly. And uh, the first day I talked to her, I was telling her that I was really trying to learn Spanish. And it was too bad I didn't have anybody to practice with, you know, and I sort of jokingly say it would be great to practice with you. And I thought that was a kind of a cool approach. And then I asked her, I asked her to go on a coffee date with me so we could speak some more. And she said, yes, yeah. she gave me her number. And I hung out with her. That was really late in my trip there. I hung out with her for the last probably 10 days that I was there and uh, it was great she speaks uh, Spanish first Italian second she lived in Italy for 10 years and some English more I think I understand as much Spanish as she understands English but she speaks more English than I speak Spanish if that makes sense so we would go and I'm going to tell you a couple of the restaurants we went to there's one in Puerto Aventuras if you're looking if you love Italian food it's called Osolo Mio Fantastic, reasonable price, and a very romantic restaurant uh, right on the canal called Pelican Point. A little more expensive, but absolutely worth it. Amazing Spanish food. And I'll tell you quickly, so we go to, we go to that restaurant, and I'd been practicing all day how to ask for a table. And I, and I was practicing and practicing, so I wanted to impress her. That I could say this in Spanish, and I said "Buena noche," sort of good evening. Uh, yo quiero una mesa por, a, por a dos personas, por favor, which is a table for two, please. And uh, they see her, 
and they see me and they sit us down and they give her a Spanish menu and they give me an English one. <laughs> and I'm like, and I said to her like, what? Because I said it perfectly. But I, you know, my accent is so stupid, but. Well, don't sell yourself short because we went golfing the other day at that golf course and at the counter in the clubhouse. I was so very impressed with the way you communicated with that woman. Um, again, I can't detect the accent, but I surely was impressed with the uh, fluency. Well, thank you. Um, but that's, oh, okay. uh, I appreciate that. Um, okay, so I would just, you know, again, having never been, a lot of people listening have been to that area. Tulum, awesome. I went to, a, I, it's, it's close enough to go there. It's about a 35-minute ride. I didn't go into Playa very much because... Not a huge fan, and there really isn't much to do there. There's a golf course uh, just uh, short of Playa that I went to a few times. But, you know, I've done Playa del Carmen. If you're looking for something different in that area, we highly recommend Puerta Aventuras. And there you go. Another episode of Aging with Energy. Until next time, it's Humble and Fred brought to you by the Retirement Sherpa and the Chamber Plan. Man, I thought I had everything, I was lonely Now you're